Hi, I'm K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdberg Podcast. On today's episode, I'll be detailing an episode-by-episode overview of the anime series Yu Yu Hakusho Season 4, dubbed in English on Hulu. This is the final season. Episode 85, Spirit Detective Showdown. Kurama, Kuwabara, Hiei, and Seaman are apprehended by a gatekeeper in another dimension while Yusuke and Sensui battle one another. Yusuke appears to have the upper hand over Sensui, but warns him his attacks are predictable since they share the same profession. Episode 86, The Difference Maker. Yusuke gets his butt handed to him by Sensui, who can spontaneously produce energy by tenfold. Genkai warns her team of psychics there's 10 minutes left before the tunnel opens. Kurama feels uneasy about Sensui's unyielding power or use gaze. Sensui's multiple personalities are exposed after he's pummeled by Yusuke. When Sensui's substituted by Kazuya, he shoots a literal spirit gun that engulfs his entire hand multiple times into Yusuke, leaving him and the others helpless. Episode 87, Power Between the Teeth Gatekeeper elaborates Sensui's personality disorder as a way to cope with the trauma and conflicting decisions he faced as a spirit detective. Koima threatens to use his Mufuken, a defensive spell Koima's been storing in his pacifier, against Sensui, trapping him behind an even stronger barrier than the origin, original Makai. Shinobu reemerges for the first time in years when Yusuke demands to see the most powerful personality he possesses. Episode 88, The True Face of Sensui Shinobu demonstrates the strength of his sacred energy, a power that typically takes 40 years to learn, whereas him and his seven personalities mastered it in six. With this power, Shinobu's untouchable. Kuwema unleashes his Mufuken on Sensui, causing an earthquake signaling Botan to warn King Yama about the tunnel. Sensui blocks the Mufuken from trapping him and completely destroys it with his sacred energy. Episode 89, The Death of a Spirit Detective Kuobara openly weeps, heartbroken over Yusuke choosing to sacrifice his life for them. In order to break free, Kuobara must feel a sense of loss. Kuobara breaks the group free from Gatekeeper's hold, but it's too late to help Yusuke when Shinobu pierces his heart, killing Yusuke. Episode 90, Attempting Revenge Hiei unleashes the dragon of the darkness flame onto Shinobu. Kurama and Kuwabara all race into the tunnel after them. King Yama has deployed the Special Defense Force, or SDF, to the human world to close the tunnel. Shinobu covers himself in sacred armor, making him a literal sentient tank. He's invincible compared to Kuwabara, Hiei, and Kurama. Episode 91, Waking the Laws. The captain of the SDF has been ordered to not only close the tunnel and kill whomever else attempts to come through, but to also kill Yusuke. Activism of the Mazaku was detected by King Yama when the tunnel opened, coming from Yusuke. It's a half-breed demon race King Yama fears will doom everyone in the living world. Yusuke is revived by his activism and protected by a transformed Poo before he and Kawima propel into demon world. Episode 92, The Proof. The SDF worked to close the Kakai barrier in the tunnel to lock the demonic Yusuke and Shinobu together in demon world. Shinobu adjusts his defensive sacred armor to an offensive one when battling Yusuke, 
but they're stalemates throughout the fight. The Mazuku gene within Yusuke has awakened, but whether it's him or not, no one can tell in the moment. Episode 93, Since We's End. As a demon, Yusuke polarizes Shinobu without a chance for defense. Then he unleashes one last powerful spirit gun charge. At the last second, Yusuke regains his autonomy and tries to stop the blast before he fires. Gatekeeper returns to inform the group to allow Shinobu to die even though it wasn't the way they imagined he would. He relays a terminal prognosis Shinobu received months before. This mission was always supposed to kill him instead of his disease. Gatekeeper demands to retrieve Shinobu's body and protect his soul from spirit world's hypocritical scrutiny. Yusuke wants to hunt down his demonic ancestry who interfered with his fight but takes Koema's advice to return home or be trapped in demon world forever. Episode 94, Topside. Sniper and Doctor meet with each other and discuss Shinobu's manipulation over them. Sniper doesn't know how he survived but the two go their separate ways. Doctor reconstructed his face and started a medical institute for charity work. Game Master enhances his social skills through gaming with his new friends and continues his schoolwork. Sniper disappears after graduating high school. Seaman gets accepted into the best high school in the city. Genkai warns Kido, Kaido, and Yana to never use their powers again unless it's an absolute emergency. Gatekeeper's obsession with Shinobu is fulfilled when he takes his body with him into a different dimension, alone and interrupted. Koema refuses to return to spirit world, and Yusuke's having trouble coping with the trauma and readjusting to normal life again. Episode 95, Yusuke's Destiny Yusuke's feeling conflicted and unsatisfied with his decision to return to the human world over the demon one. Genkai advises him to visit the first spirit detective for relatable advice. Three men unexpectedly arrive on a mandate from Spirit World to escort Yusuke back where he belongs. Episode 96, Three Strangers, Three Kings. The three men inform Yusuke his demonic ancestor demands an audience with him. They also relay the conflict between three demon kings. The king whom refuses to continue consuming human life is Yusuke's ancestor. Yusuke battles the S-Class demon out of the three strangers sent to collect him because he believes there's more to their story than they're saying. The demon easily defeats Yusuke with elastic abilities, but Yusuke sniffed out their deception from the stench of humans on their breath. Episode 97, Departing Living World. Kurama and Hiei are summoned by the two other kings, Yomi and Makuro, to work as advisors to overthrow the other for control when King Ryzen finally dies. Yusuke and Keiko have a heart-to-heart -heart before he leaves for Demon World. He declares he'll be back in three years. Yusuke doesn't do the same with Kobara because he's studying hard for his high school entrance exams. Episode 98, Return to Demon World. The SDF have come to escort Yusuke to Demon World. King Yama has allowed him free passage rather than try and kill him. Hiei and Kurama reveal to the group the summons to Demon World as well. Yusuke meets his ancestral father, Ryzen. Ryzen attacks Yusuke to prove to him how weak he still is and why he had to interfere with his fight against Sensui. Ryzen offers to train Yusuke to defend 
against his enemies and gain control over his throne. Episode 99, Haunted by the Past. Details of Hiei's past are revealed when he has a recurring dream about the day he was abandoned and left for dead by his mother's village, the Ice Apparitions. Yukina begs Hiei to find her twin brother and give him her tear necklace that mother gave her. She remains ignorant to his true identity and he mocks Yukina for bothering to search for someone who's likely dead. Hiei is challenged by King Makoro to kill the surgeon who implanted his Jagan eye. Makoro plays ignorant to their relationship, but whether this matchup is a coincidence or a trap by the king remains to be seen. Episode 100, The Secret of the Jagan. Hiei describes his upbringing raised by bandits, but abandoned once more when his murderous tendencies became too much for them. When he lost his tear necklace, he requested the Jagan eye implant to enhance the search for his necklace and the ice apparitions. Hiei continues to explain his path forward. He eventually finds the ice apparitions, but was informed his mother died shortly after he was banished and Yukina disappeared. His new purpose was to find and protect her, but he grew weary of his dormant life. He was ready to die after getting his answers and all the bloodshed. Makuro finally reveals himself, as they promised, as a woman to an unconscious Hiei as he recovers and returns his twin tear necklace. Episode 101, Reunion of the Bandits. Kurama theorizes the second most powerful demon in each kingdom predicts the one that will prevail as the true ruler. King Yomi forces Kurama to work as his advisor since he was the one that caused his blindness. He threatened the life of Kurama's mother and her new husband if he doesn't stay and help him. Episode 102, Torn Between Identities. Kurama's brother is possessed by a parasite demon tasked by King Yomi's former chief advisor to make sure Kurama never returns to demon world. Kurama threatens the parasite to leave his brother and work for him instead in exchange for not torturing him. Then he's off to train former Dark Tournament opponents to be the new second to King Yomi. Yoko Kurama reveals himself and kills the former chief advisor who envied Kurama's promotion to his position. Episode 103, Inheritance. King Ryzen cracks under his starvation after a year into Yusuke's training and attacks him. When Yusuke subdues him, Ryzen speaks of Yusuke's ancestral mother. King Ryzen dies on the spot after explaining his thousand-year hunger strike in which King Yusuke should side with when fighting to maintain balance amongst the three kingdoms. Episode 104, Every Demon for Himself. Yusuke gives King Yomi his kingdom's entire treasury with every apparition's name written on it for Yomi to read himself. This was a ploy to engage the remaining kings and all other apparitions to compete in a tournament to win not only Ryzen's kingdom, but total control over the demon world. All of Ryzen's former sparring buddies come to pay their respects at his gravesite, but once they're through grieving, they all announce they're competing in the tournament as well. A new development in powers of King Yomi's son pleases him so much he makes a 180 and decides to join in the tournament as an individual competitor for the throne. Episode 105, The Preliminaries. All the competitors must compete in a battle royale of 49 fighters against one another, and the victors from each battle will be eligible for the next round. 
Ryzen and use case inner circle of friends all continued through the preliminaries except for Chu. He fell in love with a woman who attacked him so he surrendered to ask her on a date. Yusuke made quick work of his fellow competitors and won his battle royale. This leaves Yomi and his son Shura to fight. Episode 106, Battle of Father and Son. Yomi repeatedly overpowers Shura in battle and requests he concede. Kurama figures Yomi isn't fighting Shura to defeat him as much as he's trying to teach him how to gracefully accept defeat instead of stubbornly continuing until he's dead. Episode 107, The Demon World Tournament Begins. Jin faces off with one of Ryzen's old sparring buddies, but he was too much for Yusuke's friend. Jin held his own, refusing to back down. Ultimately, he passed out, standing up no less, ending the fight. Kurama discusses Yusuke, discusses with Yusuke, I should say, about his former dark tournament foes. Toya told him that fighting Yusuke transformed their thinking from killing and dying in battle to focusing on technique and sportsmanship instead. Episode 108, Farewell Kurama. Kurama is set to fight against Shigori, the surgeon who implanted the Eye of Jigan in Hiei, who was also nursed back to health by King Makuro. Kurama struggles with remaining in his human form over Yuko Kurama, even when it appears he'll die against Shigori's infamous blade. Kurama regains control of, over himself, finally defeating Shigori after disarming him. Shigori concedes, but throws himself from the battlegrounds in shame after being defeated twice. Episode 109, Love and War. In the next round, Makuro and Hiei face one another. They share similar pasts as orphans, deserted and isolated by their own anger and pain. Makuro forces Hiei to confront what it is he truly is looking for, longing to belong somewhere. She insists he uses Eye of Jagan against her to finally find it. During their fight, Makuro split Hiei's Dragon of the Darkness Flame with her own bare hands. This fight frees them both from the literal and figurative shackles of their painful past. Episode 110, A Reason to Fight. Now, Yusuke and Yomi face off in the most highly anticipated battle. They both exert blasts of power so intense the other competitors can feel it at their own battlegrounds, inspiring them to fight harder. Yomi invites Yusuke to hand-to-hand -hand combat, which Yusuke gladly accepts, and knocks Yomi out with a one punch. An attack Yomi willed to happen just to feel a punch for the first time in years. Yusuke has an existential crisis in the middle of the fight, debating what it truly is he's fighting for. Ryzen's spirit revives Yusuke's purpose to reconcile with his destiny. Episode 111, Closure. Yusuke and Yomi vigorously duke it out in close-range combat with fists and respective energy attacks. They both exchange knockout punches, but only Yomi manages to remain standing from a cry from Shura. But in the next fight, an exhausted Yomi loses. The new ruler, one of Ryzen's old sparring, body, sparring buddies, orders no mischief in living world by any demon. Koema officially fires Yusuke as spirit detective. Yusuke then pays his respects to Ryzen before he sets out to reconcile with his fate. Episode 112, To the Future. Kuobara's concern Yusuke will never return home even though he promised he would. There's always some excuse why he can't come to see the others. 
Karama informs him and the others the barrier between the worlds has been in intentionally dismantled and all demons are held on an honor code. Hiei works on the border control in Demon World to protect and return any humans who stumble into Demon World accidentally. On a trip together, the gang is reunited on Genkai's orders. She recites a verbal will and testament about the temple and the land. She wants it to be a safe house for apparitions and humans who want to live in peace. Finally, when Keiko shouts out loud to no one, she was done waiting for Yusuke. He finally returns. So there you have it, the fourth and final season of Yu Yu Hakusho. I can faintly recall watching fragments of this show as a kid in the 90s and early 2000s, but to watch it in its entirety is a different ballgame. Even though the show is nearly 30 years old, it still holds weight. You're looking at like top tier, god tier anime right here. It's easy to watch, it's easy to follow along, and if you truly wanted to, you could finish it within a month. Again, this has been an overview of the fourth and final season of the anime series Yu Yu Hakusho, dubbed in English on Hulu. I'm Karis Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Neurobird Podcast. Thank you. <laughs>